Neither the radio people of Dothan or 106.7 KMX will be held liable for the results of downloading and listening to this podcast. You must listen at your own risk. This is Season 2, Episode 5 of The Haunting of the Wiregrass. And today I'm interviewing another one of our listeners, Becca. Hi, Becca. How are you? Hi, doing pretty good. And you have some ghost stories to tell us. One in particular that drew me to you was you lived in a trailer park in Dothan, and you've experienced some paranormal activity. Can you tell me some of those details for me? A lot of it's paranormal, and a lot of it depends on, like, if you believe in, like, spirits and demons and things like that, because what's out there is not good. I mean, they're saying it was like a, it was a hooded figure, about seven foot tall, and you really couldn't see its face. And it could show up in more than one spot. I mean, my husband didn't even believe it at first until he saw it for himself, and it scared the crap out of him. It's just, I mean, it actually, if you go into real detail, this thing, I believe it could possess people as well because, I mean, it got my husband. He'd come home one day just, you know, fussing. And, you know, you can, when you're in the daylight, your your eyes, the people's eyes, they, they get real small. The more the, the light, the brighter it is, the smaller they get. You couldn't even see the color of his eyes. And he was right up in my face, and he just yelling and, and fussing. And I knew, I could tell it wasn't him. And I looked at him, I said, um, I'm not scared of you. I'm not talking about him, but whatever it was. I mean, and then he just about passed out, and he's like, why are you yelling at me? He don't remember none of it. Did his voice change at all? His voice, it was just more aggressive and he's not really an aggressive person unless somebody upsets him and was that the only time you've noticed his body like him being possessed by this thing there was one more time and i can't really go into all the details because it's more personal Mm -hmm. but he was not himself during that point in time either you could hear a growl and i'm like wait a minute i mean it, it wasn't him this figure, did it haunt just like your home or was it the surrounding homes? There was a few other people that had noticed things going on. Like we had a, um, I mean, we're not friends anymore, but it was, I mean, it was like the whole park and whatever it was, I mean, she saw it too and a few others saw it and it's just, but not many people talk about it because a lot of people are like, you know, well, you're just going to think I'm nuts. You're going to think I'm crazy. I ain't talking about it. And they just leave it at that. Did you ever look it into the history? Into, that's where the um, you know Web Paranormal Group came out there because I mean it got bad. They came out there because I mean there was one night uh, somebody had told me to do the it's the Archangel Michael's prayer, and I sent everybody away. I mean I just I sent everybody. I said look we need some bread. Y'all go to the store, and they're like why? I said just go get some bread. And so when they were when they were gone, I started in on the mark uh, on into the prayer. I mean, you could all the it's almost like the wind was blowing outside. It's, it's like something was scratching the sides of the trailer, and then our cat all of a sudden was looking at a window, and it just started hissing. And and her hair was up on her back. I mean, she'd go from one window to another to another until finally I was done, and then everything calmed down. Was that with Web Paranormal? That was before. That was it, was, it was, not after, it was after that when I got them to come out because it calmed down for a little bit, but then it just, there's a thing that you say you don't let it, don't welcome it into your home. 
but I mean, it still it just felt like something was there, and we just didn't. I mean, other than that figure, I mean, there's a lot of bad stuff in that park. They're the ones that found out, had said they did some history, and not far away was a German prisoner of war camp. But back when the Germans were over here and we were fighting them, or I don't even remember now exactly which war it was. But they, he picked up a lot of people speaking German. Um, they had some speaking French, and one was even speaking in, in, in some um, Indian native language. There's, I mean, there's a lot going on, and I think they were going to look more into the history. I just haven't contacted them to see if they had found anything else. Now, what did Web Paranormal, like, when they were there, what did they experience? Do you remember? Some of it was kind of funny. Because this thing, it, 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 I think, if I remember correctly, I think it told him to shut up. I mean, there was a few cuss words in there and told him he was stupid. The thing that got me the most when they were there, you know, it asked, one of the, they asked a question and it said something about, you know, is there somebody here that they don't want here? And it, and it, it, somehow, and it spoke up and said, lady of the house. Because I seem to be the only one that it didn't affect. I mean, even it caused my son to have anger issues, my daughter, my husband. I mean, it's like when you got him away from the park, everything was better. When you brought him back into the park, it's right back to where it was. It asked him at one time to mention somebody's name that was in the room, and it said MJ. And I never once told them what my son's name was, what we called him, his initials, or nothing. So it's like it, this thing said it wanted it wanted him to die. I mean, as I said, it was bad. We it got to the point. Where, I mean, we had to move. I mean, they they looked up a lot of stuff for us and they helped with a lot, especially in our decision and saying, okay, we're moving. So after you moved, did everything seem back to normal with your family? Because I know sometimes spirits can follow. It was very peaceful. I mean, before before they had left, they, you know, they all we all said a prayer. But after we moved, I've made sure that nothing followed. Now, I, I mean, I got one that follows me everywhere I go. I call him my guardian angel. You know, he, we call him Fred. So that's been since I was twelve. That's the only that's the only thing that is around us. I mean, where we're at right now, it's very peaceful. You know, everybody's attitudes has changed. They've back to being peaceful. No arguments just straight out of the blue for no reason. Nobody being something that they're not. Did Web Paranormal, did they notice that seven-foot figure? Did they end up seeing that? They I don't think, they didn't say they saw it. I mean, it was, it, you could see it, but it was a rare, to, it was rare to see it. I mean, there was me, I think there was me and I think two others, three others counting my husband. I didn't talk to everybody in the park, so I mean, I don't know who all has or hasn't seen it. If me and my husband were in Dothan and we're going to, the, like, we'll go to Northside Walmart, I cannot drive down anywhere near that park because he starts tensing up and then he gets in this, I want to fight. I mean, there was a guy that lived in the park. He wanted to fight the guy. He's like, why do I want to fight the guy? This thing was telling him to kill himself. And he's like, wait a minute, you know, why? You know, where's this coming from? And since we've moved, all that's gone. They did it. They noticed it. They didn't say nothing. 
they, they could tell where he tensed up a little bit because he's holding the cat, and the cat kind of freaks out. And when we're looking in the video, the husband's kind of squeezing the cat a little bit too tight. But, I mean, and he and it was at a point in time where he kind of tensed up a little bit. He tensed up while they were there. I think when we were lived there, he stayed tensed up. But you don't know why that particular spirit would be after you guys? I think it was just after anybody that lives in the park. I think it's one of those things that feeds off fear and anger, and mostly it feeds off of it and it says, okay, this person is angry or this person's scared, or, and it just it's one of those things that feeds off people, feeds off their energy. That's what I think. Did you ever look into having a demonologist come in to see if it was a demon? I have not done that. Cause I wouldn't even know where to begin with as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. I just know whatever is, you know, whatever is there, it's not good. Was there any other history that you found out about that park that you could tell us that could lead to why there's more spirits? I know well, you mentioned the know. war. Yeah, I don't know how true it is, but somebody said they believe it also used to be kind of like an Indian, you know, back when the, during the French and Indian War. Because he, I mean, he noticed, he said he had some people speaking native and French, and we got to thinking it could have been one of those areas, we was talking with um, Web Paranormal, that it could have been one of those areas where there could have been a battle between the French and the Indians. Yeah, very well, it could be. They wanted to look into it more, because, I mean, there was a lot going on, there, and it, it really caught their attention. They're all history buffs. Yeah, they definitely are. <laughs> they know their stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't contacted them anymore to see if they found out anything else because I know they, especially when it's getting close to this time of year, they're busy. Have you experienced any other paranormal things in your life? Oh, there's, when you talk about the Wiregrass area, apparently one of the trailers that's in that park, it looked like, um, I don't know if it's still there now, they said it looked like some kind of ritual drawing on the inside of the trailer. Him and my daughter saw them. So I don't know if maybe somebody might have did that and brought that in there. I forgot all about that one. Did someone live in that trailer? It was an empty trailer. It was a banded trailer. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah, that seems like that could definitely be something. I, mean, I don't know if they're still there now because we haven't been there. And the other thing I was t- that you had asked about, it was I can't remember exactly where. I just know it was in Geneva County, close to Geneva. I had went, me and my cousin had went and stayed, was visiting some people he knew. And these people, they claim to be, claim to be witches. But, you know, white magic. I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. And they got all kinds of drawings on their walls that they called protectors and things like that. And at the time, I was like, you know, whatever. But then there was some kind of, like, there was some kind of shadow. You could see... I don't know if you've ever seen it, where you got a shadow that moves so quick it goes from one corner of the room to the next. Mm-hmm. And there's nobody in there moving that fast for a shadow to go that quick. And you just sitting, I'm sitting there watching it go from corner to corner. You know, I kept, and I kept telling my ex-husband, I said, look, I want to leave. I said, I don't like this place. We're all standing outside. Next thing I know, I mean, just this weird, creepy feeling comes over me, and I'm looking... There's no wind at all, but there's a flagpole out there with a flag. That thing is blowing almost like it's going through a hurricane. And I don't know what it was, 
or what, or who, what, or what was going on. I just I had uh, somebody was standing beside me, and they were holding a Bible. I said, "Give me that Bible." And I grabbed the Bible, and I told her, "I said, okay, I feel better now." But then they snatched it back from me, and I had to stay there that night, and I didn't sleep at all because there's just all kinds of weird stuff. I feel things, and that's why I don't talk about it much. Because a lot of people say, oh, well, you're weird. You know, you, you don't really feel things. It's all in your head. That's why I have so many different things is because I feel it. And when I feel it, and I can tell if it's good or bad. I believe it. And just like Ouija boards. I will never mess with a Ouija board. But my stepdad's niece had a Ouija board because they, I was probably 12 years old. It's the year the movie Titanic came out, and I had went with them to go see it. And we're driving to Enterprise, and he says, about the time he says he saw something cross, he's like, y'all see that? And all the doors, the, the doors lock, and I'm like, okay, well, you know, you did it. And it was, you're just trying to scare us because you, you, know, you can hit the lock, and it locks all the doors. And, um, but then when we got, it felt like there was something, like something had entered the car and was sitting beside me. And her boyfriend, he's like, it's in the car. So I, I said, Lord, I said, you get this thing out of the car right now. Because, I mean, it wasn't good. But then they're, they're, they like to mess with the big Ouija board. And what's even worse is she had a homemade Ouija board. They had a homemade one because they wanted to know who it was that, that got inside the car with us on the way to, see, to the movie. And this thing, whatever it is, this starts speaking through him. I look at them. I said, I didn't even touch it. I didn't want to do it. I said, look, I said, y'all need to do this when I'm not here. So about 2 o'clock in the morning, I ended up walking home because whatever it was, talking through him, no, I was gone. Because I didn't want nothing attaching itself to me. Yeah, I don't mess with Ouija boards. Like, I will not have it. And I won't even take it out of a box. Like, nothing. Get that away. Because <laughs> it can... I won't do some weird things. I don't. I don't have a lot against Ouija boards. It's people not knowing how to use them. Mm-hmm. I won't use them because there's a there's a certain there's a proper way to do it. And if you don't know the proper way, there's so much that could go wrong. That's why I've never touched them because I know I'm gonna end up letting something out. And. I mean, my stepbrother, he, he got a hold of one one time, and he said he it did something that scared him, and he threw it out the window, and he said the thing came flying back at him. That's how I said, you opened up something, and you need to close it, or I don't know. Just stay away, stay away from me with it. Yeah, one of my coworkers, she was having a garage sale, so another one of my coworkers gave her a box of stuff to sell at the garage sale, and one of the things in the box was a Ouija board. And now my coworker didn't know that was in the box and her son pulled it out. My coworker ended up bringing it to like a dumpster far away from her home. She's like, I was not letting that thing in my home at all. It's like, I don't need whatever's in that box. Right. Especially if, it, especially if it's used. Mm-hmm. I mean, if somebody's going to mess with one, they need to have, you know, a brand new one that nobody has touched or used. But then again, I'm still. That doesn't mean they're all. It doesn't mean they're good. It doesn't mean I want to use it. Yeah. It's weird because it's supposed to be like a kid's toy, but it's like it's no. It's not a kid's toy. <laughs> it's not. It's one of the people's ways of 
you know, they're trying to make money, you know, because the kids are like, oh, mommy, I want, I want to play with that. You know, they, I've seen movies, and it's, it could do this. And, and in reality, I mean, the, that's the thing. The kids don't know what they're doing, and that's why they like it, because whoever came up with it, we'll sell it at a kid's toy. The kids want to play with it. They're going to let out God knows what, and we want them to let it out, but they're kids, and ain't nobody going to know nothing. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. There's a movie, and they say don't ever play that game over like a burial site or someone had passed away, you don't play it over that because you don't know what's going to come out of that. The thing is, we've actually bought the movie Ouija and we watched it. To us, it was stupid. Are there any other like scary stories that you could tell us? The only scary ones really that that, that was scary, scary is, you know, the one that I was talking about there in Geneva and you know, my, my cousins with their board and then that the park there in Dothan. Those are the only ones... I mean, that's the scariest one, honestly, was the one in Dothan, because when this thing gets whatever it is, and it gets a hold of the people that you love, I mean, it, it got a hold of my son, and my son, I mean, he just, he was yelling and all that, and then later on, we was talking, he's like, what do you mean, what, what are you talking about, what did I do? And he said, I don't remember doing that, I go, yeah, you did. It even got my stepdad, I mean, he gave my son all kinds of crap, I mean, it got worse over there, but when he was in the hospital, and I said, look, you know, you can come stay with us because you need to heal, but you can't give my son any crap, and he's like, what are you talking about? And we told him some of the things, he said, he says, well, I don't remember doing that, I didn't say that, we got, my mom said, yes, you did. I said, because whatever's there, if there's any kind of way it can get a hold of you, it does. Like I said, I mean, we had to move because I mean, it's, effect- it's affecting my marriage and it's affecting my family. I don't think many people have moved back into that park. I mean, I don't really know because we stay away from it. How long did you live there for? I was there for about, was there for about five years. We moved there in 2014. We moved out in 2019. We were there for five years. It didn't really start, though, till a couple years after we moved there. And then it just it slowly got worse and worse and worse. I took sage and, you know, white sage and cleansed it. I mean, I said the prayer. But what really helped, you know, like I said, again, Web Paranormal Group helped a lot by giving us some kind of, an- helping us with some answers. As, I mean, the only thing we know as far as what, why is because of the different wars that happened in there. But... It got a hold, I mean, it got a hold, him, my husband, and, and my daughter. I mean, my daughter, well, she was fussing about something, and, I mean, she, I was at work, and her and my husband had got into it, I mean, and she ran away. I called where she went, and they sent her home. Well, then she, by the time I got back, she had then went back over there, I mean, and she was sitting on the porch. I called the cops, because, I mean, I didn't know what was going on. I thought she, she wouldn't come home. She wasn't doing nothing. But then to this day, if you used to ask her, she said, what do you mean? What do you mean I ran away? I said, you don't remember you and him getting into it and going to our friend's house saying you didn't want to be be there no more and all that? She said, no. And that's what I mean. I don't understand this. I mean, all this stuff happening and they don't remember it. To me, that's what makes it scary. It's not like a, oh, oh, my God, God, you know, Freddy Krueger scary or these spooky Halloween stories that people tell when it's affecting you and when it's getting your family and you're getting to the point where you're worried, you know, what's going to happen next? Is somebody going to hurt somebody? Are they going to hurt themselves? And then not even realize it. I wouldn't want somebody, you know, I wouldn't want like my daughter and my husband to get into it. Next thing you know, somebody's pulled out a knife and somebody's throat's cut and they're like, what did I do? 
which to me sometimes makes me wonder about a lot of people that might be in prison, okay, they say, well, I don't remember doing it. I mean, did they really not remember doing it? I mean, is it just a ploy to say they don't remember, or do they really not remember? Could they have been something else in control of their body, I guess you could say. Did you say, did a lot of people live in that park? There wasn't a lot, a lot. I didn't really know everybody there. I mean, my my ex-best friend, she lived there, her and her husband and family, and her ex husband my cousin lived there at one time i wonder if other people left because of the same reason as you oh there's people's moved. i mean that's one of the reasons why they moved out of the park you know my ex-best friend i mean because this is one of the things that whatever it was, was going on it's like she was she had told me in her trailer she's just you know watching tv in the living room and next thing she knows she hears this loud noise coming from the kids room and she goes in there and the skateboard there was a skateboard in there it's up against the wall but it had went, to, it, it said it sounded like somebody had picked the skateboard up and slammed it on the floor, and it was in the middle of the bedroom floor. She had all kinds of things. I mean, it was worse at her trailer than it was mine. I don't think it got a hold of any of them, but it, and I know when I was over there, when I would go over there to her trailer, I mean, I could feel something there. It's like it was worse there. I don't know if that might have been, I don't know if it was the trailer where they saw all the ruins, or maybe it was where they were at, and that was the epicenter of it. That's one of the worst areas. Like when you first go into the park and then you go to that side of the park, it's worse. My husband can't can't even go near the outskirts of it. I don't recommend anybody live there because of that. I mean, unless you just, you know, they're one of them people that don't care. Or maybe it didn't bother. I don't, maybe it didn't bother everybody. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if something happens and maybe I attract things every now and then. Northside Walmart, not long after we moved here, before all this stuff started happening, I'd be in a happy mood, full of energy, ready to go, and we walk into the Northside Walmart. All of a sudden, it's like, bam, something's drained my energy. And then once we leave Walmart and, and I walk out the doors and we leave, it's like, I'm fine again. Because I, t- I tell my husband, I said, we need to get what we're getting and go. I said, because there's something here, I don't like it. It's draining. Yeah, that's so scary. I, I don't know how you do it. I'd be freaked out. And that's what I was talking about. You know, I'm one of the people, I, I can feel the things because, I mean, I was at a church one day, and they were all up there. There For the longest time, I went to a Pentecostal church. I started out Baptist, but then we, when my, my mom got married, we started going to a Pentecostal church, and they're up there praying, and I'm seeing little black things running across the floor. I'm like, hello. I looked at my friends, and I said, did you see that? Because see what? So nothing, I guess. I could be, I don't know, it just... If there's something there, I feel it. And, I, and that's why I don't talk about much because sometimes it's like, I don't like it. I wish I didn't feel it. I would be happy to just go on about my day, a normal day, and not say, okay, what what is this I'm feeling? What's around me? Go away. Well, thank you for sharing these stories. I really appreciate it. I know, like you said, you don't like talking about it. So thank you so much for opening up to me about I mean, it. I talk about it to people who I know that, not don't look at me like I'm nuts. No, not at all. Because there are people that do look at me. If, if, if I start talking, they'll look at me like I'm nuts. And so then I say, you know what? You know, I just, I say that's, you know, and I stop talking about it. Cause, and some people don't believe in it. Some people don't think there's ghosts or spirits or anything scary or anything that could hurt you. And it's not really them hurting you per se. It's kind of like when I had a hold of my husband. It makes you hurt yourself. No, it's true. Well, I definitely believe it, but there are, like you said, people who don't believe in it. But I think they'll believe it if it, they ever experience it. So I think that's what it is. Like, my husband didn't believe it at first because he kept telling me, he said, you're nuts. 
you're crazy. I know, of course, you know, he let me say I'm crazy. I said, well, thank you. But until that night when I was talking, I was telling him about the figure that I saw, and he, he didn't believe it. You know, that's the next thing I know. He's at my job, and I look at him, and I said, what is wrong with you? Because he's white as a ghost. And he goes, that thing you said you saw. He goes, I said, yeah. He goes, I saw it. I said, where? He goes, on the porch. He said, I went to open the door. I'm going to take the trash out, and it was right there on the porch. He said, all I did was put the trash out. I said, MJ, come on, let's go. And, they, and he goes, and left. So that's why I said, whatever is there ain't good. And that's why I stay away from it, too, the way it affected my family. When Web Paranormal Group was there, it seemed like it wanted, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it felt like this about every family that was there, but it wanted us out. It wanted us gone. Sound like it wanted my son dead. It wanted, it said it wanted the lady of the house. I mean, my husband, when we was watching the video, you know, replaying back, my husband was like, he goes, well, you can't have her. She's mine. So do you think that's why they were nicer to you? Like they didn't do anything with you because they wanted you? I think it's because I would, I can walk out there. But there was one night we kept hearing all kinds of stuff outside. It sounded like, you know, rustling leaves. And it actually felt like there was somebody behind our trailer. So we all go outside and we're looking. First we're on the porch and they're just kind of looking. And I, and I looked at them. I said, all right. And I just walked down the steps. My, my friend, she goes, well, she ain't scared of nothing, is she? And I told her, so you don't be scared of this stuff. I said, because if you show you're scared of it, it, it feeds off of that. And if you show you're not scared, I believe if you show that you're not scared of it, that what can it do with you? There's got to be more answers besides that. I just don't know what they are. If you find out more answers from Web Paranormal, I'd be interested to hear them. Right, I would. I need to contact them sometime. One of the things that they had suggested us doing was like a family counseling, but... Which is good, and it would have been good as far as maybe, because if it could help get out any kind of anger or resentment or whatever that's going on with the family, whatever's affecting wouldn't be so bad. Yeah, that's true. My husband's just one of those, I don't know about all that. And I said, well, I said, we'll start off, we'll move. I said, we'll find somewhere else to go. I said, if it follows, I said, you're doing counseling whether you want to or not. <laughs> well, good thing it hasn't so, followed it you. It didn't follow. <laughs> no, the only thing that followed me is, Fred, and I call. I said I call him Fred. He's been with me since I was twelve, but he's good. And sometimes I think maybe he's the reason why nothing affected me. I call him my guardian angel. It could be, yeah. Maybe it's protecting. But he needs to protect the rest of my family too, not just me. <laughs> well, it's good to have that guardian angel. <laughs> right. And I don't know what his real name is. We just call him Fred, and he would answer to it. So, where did he come from? If you don't mind he me asking. Really, all I know, my mom and my stepdad got married, and. We moved in with him, and probably a few months down the road, we never really figured out where he came from. It's just my bedroom door opened, and then it closed, and I heard footsteps walk off. It had woke me up when my door opened. So I get up and open the door, going to see if it was my mom or my stepdad, and their bedroom door is locked, and they're in there snoring. I'm like, okay, well, somebody in the house. And so I walk, you know, turn on all the lights, and I'm walking back. There's nobody in the house. And I asked my mom then later the next day, I said, did y'all check on me last night? No. I said, well, something opened up my bedroom door and closed it. Even after that, sometimes at night I could hear footsteps. Some people didn't believe him at first. And I told him, I said, I, I had to call it. I said, hey, Fred, turn my electric battleship game on. You heard my game come on. They said, oh, well, that's a fluke. It could have been a bug or something, you know, something crawling. So I said, okay. I said, hey, Fred, turn it off. And he turned it off. 
They're like, all right, we're gone. <laughs> I said, he's not bad. <laughs> he's just been there to look out for him. I don't know where he came from. The only person I know of that passed away around that time was my step-great-grandmother, but I didn't really know her. I wonder who it could be. So has he followed you, like, everywhere you've lived then? Everywhere I've lived, he has followed. He's not, he's not as prominent now as he was, but my daughter, she said sometimes, she, she told me, she said, Mama, she goes, you need to tell Fred to go to your room. I said, why? She says, because there's, she said, because he, he it's a shadow. It's in my room. I know it's him, and I don't like him. Tell him to go to your room. Does your husband notice Fred at all? No, he don't really notice much of any of that stuff. <laughs> the first thing he's ever really saw or felt was that thing in the trailer park. <laughs> And then he saw it with his own eyes. That's the only reason he believed it then, because he saw it with his own eyes. And I tell him, that sometimes I think maybe that could be where our keys go. You know, and if you think about it, you know, when you put your keys down, you know you put them down in a certain spot, or you go to pick them up and they're not there. I think he's playing tricks on us, having fun with us. Because yeah. I can say, all right, now, look, I need, my, I need my keys back, or I need my glasses. I'll go out of the room, and I'll come back, and they're right back where I left them. And I'll be the only one there. But I think he likes to play tricks, too. He's always done that. Sounds like a jokester. But he's never been, he's never called, he's never called harm. He's always, he is. He's a little jokester, and he's, he's a protective jokester. He's just not as prominent now as he was. It could be maybe I'm getting older. I don't know. I'm glad you have your one guardian angel, then, to look after you. I am, too. That's what I call him. I call him my guardian angel. Whatever he is. Or she. It could be a she. I don't know. <laughs> Just answered the Fred. I just said Fred, and it's answered to Fred ever since. It's probably like, well, that's not my real name. I can't tell you my real name, so we're just gonna let you believe I'm Fred. Well, but, that's I mean, all I have, unless there is anything else you wanted to add. I um, can't really think of anything at the moment. I mean, there's just, like I said, there's just been, there's so much. I've even been to a church because every time we get, my mom and them would force me to go to the ch- go with them because my stepdad's family went there. And every time, the closer we got to the church, the more sicker I got to the point I'm throwing up. And I'm sick the whole time we're there. And then when we leave and we're going home, I start feeling better. And finally, I said, look, I said, y'all can't make me go. I said, I'm getting tired of feeling this way and throwing up and getting sick and just feeling like crap the whole time I'm there. They finally quit making me go. And there's something there that it is a church, but there was something there that just didn't sit right with me, apparently, to the point where it would make me sick and throw up. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to tell me all these stories. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. I don't mind at all. I I, I like sharing them with people that I know will listen to them and say, I believe that. Yep, (laughs) I do. I experienced a situation last year. Growing up, some of my favorite things was like, you know, the 13 goes to Alabama, the 13 goes to Mississippi. I mean, I love reading all that stuff. Yeah. If you remember the one, if you've read them, the one about the, the hole that keeps covering itself up. Oh, yes. I mean, keeps digging itself up. Yep, Skeeto's Hall. I actually know somebody who went and stayed at that hall, and they they did. They covered up, put their tent over and everything, and they said the next morning the hole was back. Hmm. Under their tent, but it was back. So yeah. So it's like, I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah, I actually interviewed someone for who does, like, that type of research. So I have an episode on that one, too. There's one more story. It's because this is one of the things hard for him to believe, but it helps him believe in it. His mom passed away. And there was, his dad had put a picture up on the wall that his mom could not stand that picture. She hated that picture. 
But he thought, okay, well, you know, she's, she's passed away. She's no longer with us. I can hang the picture up. They said they heard a boom, and they went in there, and the picture was on the floor. So they're like, okay, well, you know, it wasn't hanging up there, right? They pick it up, put the picture back up on the wall. And then with a few minutes later, they walk away, they hear a boom, and that picture was back. I mean, it's like she was just knocking the picture down, saying, no, I told you, I don't like this picture. <laughs> Have you ever had people that's had dreams? Because after my grandma passed away, I had a dream about her. Me and my aunt were playing ping pong. You know, and I remember my grandma before she passed away, you could always find her by following the oxygen cord. Follow, follow the cord and you find her. But in my dream, she wasn't on the oxygen cord. I couldn't see her face. All I remember is um, me and my aunt playing ping pong, and I walk in the living room, and I still can't see her. I just say, hey, Grandma, are you okay? And, she, and, all I, and all I hear is, I'm better than I've ever been. And then I woke up. So, I, I mean, I believe in all that stuff. Yeah. No, I've heard of that, too. If you have a dream about a loved one that's passed away, that's them in your dream. I think that was her saying, look, I'm fine. I'm happy. I mean, even before she died, she said, I'm ready to go home. And we're like, well, we're trying to get you better to go home. She says, no, I'm ready to go home. And she's just, she's letting me know, hey, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm, I'm no longer in pain. I'm no, I mean, I'm, I'm good. I'm healthy. Well, thank you, Becca. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And thank you. Thank you for listening to Season 2, Episode 5 of The Haunting of the Wiregrass. Brought to you by the radio people.